Hey everybody, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. And I'm, I'm Dylan. Young. Oh fuck. I'm Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> we usually uh, handle that one pretty well. We do. Yeah, that one was a little weird. <laughs> I fucked it up. That's uh, okay. This is Trek back. to the Holodeck where Oh Jesus. I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. You guys do it. <laughs> No, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I don't. It's not that I. I don't want to do it. I just was trying to fill the space, you know. And because we're still on track to the holodeck, we take and find and rank all of the holodeck episodes on Star Trek. And then every once in a while, we watch an episode that we like, and it has nothing to do with the holodeck. But for the most part, we find and rank all the holodeck episodes. That's right. And this week, uh, we're doing uh, an episode from Star Trek Voyager, Season 2, Episode 3, called Projections. Uh, it was uh, released September 11th, 1995. Uh, I I don't know why I skipped ahead to that part. We usually do a different order, but I just we really are, wanted to tell you which episode we're doing. No, we are right. way out of whack today. We're way out of whack. <laughs> we're all way out of whack. <laughs> <laughs> if think if I was a wrestler, I think that would be my catchphrase. I'm way out of way whack. Out of whack. He's out of whack. He's his whack. His whack is is it's far. It's diverging even more. <laughs> his whack is way out of here. Um, if you're new to the show and you don't know what the holodeck is, and you've stuck around for this long, the holodeck is a room on a starship that you can go into and basically create any place that you want to create. It's like VR, but in like an actual room. So it's pretty sweet. It's pretty okay. sweet. And we're actually going to be judging these, right, Darius? Yeah. And we use this system that we created. Like, we didn't buy it. We didn't find it. We sat down in our R&D laboratory in the middle of COVID. And we tried out all these different things. We innovated. We researched. We developed. We innovated. And we came up with the uh, the best and the uh, simplest. And it just makes your life easier. You know, it just works. Mm-hmm. system yeah. and that's drasks it stands for dialogue romance action suspense camp and stakes and we rank all those on a one to five and then we aggregate it and we find ourselves the final ranking and you know what it's done pretty damn good so far it's yeah it's surprising like we used to make fun of it because we're like uh, it may not be totally accurate but now that we have data from like 58 <laughs> episodes <laughs> It's, it's weird how certain things, certain trends align. Mm-hmm. So, Do you guys uh, think that this system uh, is inherently biased because we came up with it? And so when we come up with our final list, it's going to be our favorite holiday um, episode? Absolutely so not. Somebody how else looking how at it. How dare you? Like, how there dare are three you? of us. <laughs> yeah. How dare like, you? When, when like Voyager episodes kind of bunch together mid-table, do you think it's because we're just not as big of a fan of Voyager? And like, hey, look, Darius, we're the only podcast <laughs> in the world that is right, ranking right. holodeck yep. episodes. Yep. So, if somebody wants to test our data, right? Yeah, they can means. do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right. they can do but it. But they have to give us credit. They have to be like, this is a podcast where we test the data of Trek to the Holodeck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the OG holodeck podcast. I'm going to say right now, I've, I, I'm going to give us more credit than I think. You are right now, Darius, potentially, by saying, I just think that we are pretty consistent in how we rank things. And contextually speaking, a a thing we harp on with Voyager episodes is that the holodeck stuff feels the way that people talk about the holodeck, which is like tacked on a lot more than 
Deep Space yeah. Nine or the next generation where it feels much more integrated into and everything. While we're giving ourselves uh, some credit, we're all pretty good looking fellas too. We yeah, we're look, so we're good super looking. Super hot. Yeah. <laughs> just if you're listening to this, just imagine three hot dudes. Yeah, that the hottest. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why you brought had to bring that up because clearly our voices make right. that clear. I think yeah. it's pretty clear. Sorry, now yeah. it feels like we're compensating for something. Right. So sorry. Um yeah. so I don't know. Well Dylan, you want to take this one? You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're fresh out of high school. You know, you're not fresh out of high school. You're like a junior in high school, and you're starting to apply to colleges, right? And you've uh, you've applied to a bunch of colleges, and now you've just gotten your first acceptance letter. And you're like, how am I going to afford this? How am I going to afford this college? It's like $200,000 a year. Where's this going? And... So now what you've done is you say, oh, I got to get student loans because I can't afford to go to this college. So you you get all these student loans uh, and you're all set to go. And you pack all your stuff up in your car and you're about to drive halfway across the country to college. And you get in the car and then you look at your phone and you think, oh, shit, there's a new episode of this great podcast and I'm going to press play as I drive across country to my new college and go on our, our trip to the holiday. believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Now that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. You know, sorry. That <laughs> intro to our trek to the holodeck, like just you alone explaining that probably would have lasted that new college student's entire road trip. Entire ride. <laughs> From the West Coast to Ohio, that wasn't where they're that going long. to college. That was maybe a minute. <laughs> I think I kept it pretty. Uh... <laughs> that reminds me of when I when I drove out west from old Atlanta, Georgia, old Atlanta. California way, and I listened to podcasts, <laughs> and I was way. listening to Comedy Bang Bang, uh-huh, and. Yeah. Uh, it was an episode with Tommy Middleditch, which I know, yeah. I guess he's like half canceled now, which, yeah. you know, well earned, buddy. Uh, but <laughs> but it was, I think I was like, it was day two and I was very delirious and it was so funny that I had to pull over to the side of the road <laughs> Because I couldn't keep my eyes open because I was laughing so so much. (laughs) And it was absolutely wonderful. Do you remember what the bit was? Yeah, it was actually, it was about Griffith Observatory. It was about how you need to like, how everybody who visits Griffith Observatory gets like some time on the scope. And 
and you get you have like you have like five minutes, so you have to use them wisely. And this one guy was using his five minutes to like look into an off. It was the most like it, obviously like any improv bit. It doesn't make any sense and isn't funny explaining. I mean, it is funny, but that's, like that's objectively pretty funny. <laughs> And it had just gotten to this point and everybody was treating it so like, it's like, yeah, of course, like when you go to Griffith Observatory and you get the five minutes. So it was just a perfect scene. Uh, And I've actually gone looking for it in the past, but I think it's been archived or something because, you know, it was like more than six years ago. But God, it was so funny. You got to get that Stitcher premium to get all that behind Mm -hmm. the paywall archive. Yeah. Hey, uh, unlike with Tractor of the Holodeck, <laughs> when you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your own preferred podcast provider, you get all of our content until we finally decide to monetize this and Someday. put right. it behind a sort of Patreon paywall. The only thing that you really have to deal with is uh, the fact that we have our own station identifier because we're a part of the station called Indiesaurus, and you can listen to that right now. You have to. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Yep, there it is. Uh, And then the other thing that you're going to have to deal with, it's uh, moving forward, hopefully, probably, because we'll be on other people's podcasts doing this, is listening to uh, a quick little commercial for another podcast that's on Indiesaurus podcast. Like, like, do you want to do one now? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's, it's quick. It's fun. Hello, everyone. My name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh. Or Axel Foley, yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. Every record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpalcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. Okay. Brad. Hey, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> I have yeah. some very unfortunate news. I've what? just realized that I left my air conditioning unit on for the past 20 minutes. Whoa. Uh, and I'm going to go turn it off right now. Okay. So I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it just means Dylan's audio is going to be a little sh- sh- weird. For it's going to be a little wishy for, for, for 20 some minutes. segments. Uh, it's a lot better than when I, whenever I say, hey, guys, um, I haven't been recording or, hey, guys, I'm using the wrong mic on my laptop or, hey, guys. I just, I just wanted to make a thing out of it so people yeah. knew why my audio, your audio is isn't cleaner normally shitty. Now, yes. Well, anyway. someday people will remaster it. Uh, right. And then that'll be behind the Patreon paywall Spend that we create like for exactly and, dollars. You know, we we gotta wait for like AI to get to the point where it can just like take out all the background noise and then rebuild your voice to sound like it would if there was none of that background noise. That's scary. That sounds very scary. I saw an article. Uh, I know we're getting way off track. Let's but do it. About this is a podcast. Uh, how baby. I can't remember what. Uh, was it like a Renoir or like some famous painting got cut down at one point so that it could fit in between two doorways at this like, (laughs) this like palace. And they recently using AI were able to rebuild what the full painting looked like. Like like machine learned the painting. Yeah. And And I was like, like, yeah, look like this. 
they used like a fake that they found a long time from a long time ago that was based off of what they actually could see like what what, what wasn't there like someone had done a, a, a fake of it when before it was cut yeah and then they used like <clears throat> ai to make the brush strokes look like the actual painter's brush strokes I, yeah i just and can't. i read that and i was like that's not real it's i don't yeah. care i don't care what people think but ai fucked up somewhere ai is not perfect that's not what that painting really well, absolutely like. not right like it's <laughs> It might be able to simulate the technique of the painting, right, but not the right. original painting. Right. The, the it's almost that's... as if artificial intelligence can create a projection of reality, <laughs> but not an Way actual representation <laughs> of reality. I'm sorry. The part of that story that is insane to me is that that's the most like college house bullshit I've ever heard for a palace. <laughs> They were like, right. mm, I really want to put fit. this right here. It. it doesn't fit. But you just cut it. Just cut it so it fits right Just fucking there. cut it, dude. I agree. It'll look great. Like, in a no, like We're keeping the important stuff. We're keeping the important stuff in there. Like All that shit is just extra. Just I really it. hope it's like the, the, the Baroque equivalent of like a bikini, like a lady in a bikini, too. <laughs> But it's, you know, which in that case is like a lady in a big poofy dress, but like yeah. she's like looking coquettishly to the corner. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that'll be great right there. Because like we, when you go down that hallway, that's, that room. The, that's the no, dance no. hall over you know, there. There was one guy at that palace that was like, oh no, that's my dad's. He's going to kill me. No, he bought that for like a lot of money. Like a famous person did. Oh no, yeah. guys, don't. Oh, I love to think that's that. His, that's his ex mistress. <laughs> it means so much to him. I love, so I love imagining royal palaces as frat houses basically <laughs> and they're like why don't we put it on that wall it's like all the swords and shields are on that wall we can't put it on that wall those gotta stay up we can't take those off <laughs> but what about that wall over there no that's where i hold all my goblets yeah. when i go this drinking is, this is the goblet wall <laughs> this is the, this is the goblet wall, wall. <laughs> what about that wall it's, what about that wall it's blank that wall's blank well yeah it's the blank it's a blank wall <laughs> So we used to play uh to to play wall games on. We yeah, can't we, change we just, that. We, dude, we get a bunch of candles in here. We, <laughs> we 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 shut everything else out and we do like like shadow plays. <laughs> it's very uh, funny. It's very silly. Very this, funny. And this has been our version of uh <laughs> what we would do on the holodeck. We'd create a frat house in a uh Right, right. <laughs> Way to bring it back. Way to palace. bring it back. <laughs> no problem. That's what we do. Bring it back around. <laughs> okay. What did we watch? We watched Projections, man. Right. Season two, episode three. Jump the gun. You got Sorry, really... I can't, re I yeah, can't remember anything it. these days. That's okay. Uh, it was written by our good friend. Uh, not good. I keep, I like to say that a lot. Uh, in our, our friend in our mind, Brandon Braga, BB. Yeah, we we would we would be friends with him if we met him, maybe. Yeah, maybe. we'd probably at the very least be like acquaintances who knew right. each other's names and respected right. each other. We'd get right. the head nod in the office, you know. Right. What's up? We get one of those. This is this is directed by our best friend, Two Takes Freaks. Two Takes Freaks. 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 What's up? What's up? What's up? And the music of this episode was by Yokiro David Bell. Dong. 
Sorry, I couldn't do the bell this time. I got on it too late. I, I, heard, I heard it because I am living in in the projection podcast. reality of this, of the podcast. Whoa, when it is right, finished right. Being that produced. really is two different realities. There's like a produced totally reality is. in this reality. Yeah. Right. Mm. Like we live in the, we're, we're living in the not as polished reality. But the real, real. The real, real. We and we know in the multiverse theory that there's a version of us that is enjoying the fully produced version of this. The fully the, produced the version real. is the projection, right? Technically, is it? Is it? And does it is matter? It? Yeah. What matters in that situation? <clears throat> Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like if the doctor, spoilers, would have killed himself. Would he have really killed himself or would he just go on to continue to live in this fake reality forever that he had made? He's stuck in his own brain, right? Right. Should we right. should we do a, a quick recap? We should. Let's do it. Yeah. We have a new contestant <laughs> on that's um <clears throat> uh their prize this week, if they get the synopsis in thirty seconds down, will be a um Paying off all their student loans, Whoa, Yon, all the pip debt, all the pip debt. Let, let me get into some 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 student loans uh, <laughs> real quick, and then uh... <laughs> right, 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 right. So, Yan, you have thirty seconds to recap the episode, and if you don't get it in time, we will chop all of your fingers off. So, good okay. luck. Yeah, sounds fair. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're ready. So the doctor is the only person left on Voyager, but then suddenly he starts seeing other people on the ship and, but they're not picking up on his tricorder. And all of a sudden he's able to like go to other parts of the ship because supposedly a bunch of hollow projectors were installed all over the ship. What's going on? And the doctor slowly figures out that he's actually in a holodeck program that is a messed up, but they're like, uh, Reginald Barkley shows up, but he's also a projection, a fake projection who tells him that he's actually his creator, Robert Zimmerman, but he's not really. Uh. Oh, all right. <laughs> Give us the fingers. Give us your fingers. For, for his, <laughs> Little of what <laughs> happens in this episode. You went into a lot of detail at the I very did. beginning. I yeah, did. you really did. It was very really vivid, did. though. It was good, de it was good storytelling. Uh, yeah. What happens like in the you end? Watched the whole episode. I did watch the whole episode. Anyways, just to, so everybody knows, Barkley, Barkley is there, but it's not really there. And the doctor has to question his reality a lot, like over and over and over again. Right. And Chakotay shows up. Chakotay. You know, Chakotay, I, I guess it was really early on where they were like, Chakotay is, he's, he's wise, he's wise friend. They're, they really leaned into oh, that like mystical, like that. Yeah, Native American, Native yeah. American thing of like, I am here to provide you wisdom. He, because he always shows up as like, this is like, this does, this Matt, you know, he does it with Taurus. He does it yeah. with everybody at some point. He is. They, that's just what they do with Chakote. Ouch. Yeah. That really, now that you've pointed that out, really kind of bums Voyager out for me quite a bit. Right. The more you find out about Voyager, like the more and more is just kind of like, oh. It's not great. Bigfoot has bad. joined the room. Hi, Bigfoot. What's what up, Bigfoot? Up? If you're listening to this and wondering what the heck just happened, we do yeah. live streams of our podcast recordings. 
on Twitch. So Twitch. check out our Twitch channel. Twitch. On the Twitch. On the Twitch. Okay. We usually record on Saturdays. So there's <clears throat> only one guest star shout out in this, and that's Dwight Schultz's Reginald Barkley. Um, is this his first appearance in Voyager? I I like this idea because like it kind of like it doesn't make a ton of sense since everything that comes out of this projection of this doctor the doctor is in the holodeck trapped in the holodeck thing is coming out of essentially what is the equivalent of the doctor's subconscious yeah. why is Barkley here and my theory behind this is that Barkley being like the the resident Federation hollow nut <laughs> yeah wrote like a program of himself and sent the code in to like Starfleet headquarters with something that's like useful, you know, like something like, Hey, I just noticed like, there's just like an exploit here and you should probably just close it because you know, I'm on the enterprise D and we do do a lot of weird holodeck stuff. So just close this loophole. And I think you should be good. Don't even worry about the code. Like I checked it, just (laughs) plop it in. And then like from then on, it's part of every single holodeck program ever because it's just part of the code. And, yeah. But it actually includes a full version of Barkley. <laughs> and you know that's that, how like the doctor's subconscious that that's my theory as to why how I think this happens. Reginald Barkley is essentially what Badgie is in in uh Lower Decks. Lower Decks, where like if you're in a holodeck program and you try to do something, you'll hear like a dun dun and he'll pop up and be like, <laughs> You actually can't do that, sorry. And then hey. <laughs> go away. <laughs> So yeah, he's just embedded. Uh, that totally in makes all sense. Like, I want to create code. like a my entire crew. I want to create my entire crew. It's like, oh, I totally can help you with that. I, I, <laughs> I come into my I just office. Love how I just love how at the end of the episode they like explained it away because they knew that that was probably going to be a question people asked. So they had the doctor ask it. The doctor's like, well, what about this motherfucker? I've never met this guy in my life. Like, uh-huh. and they're like. I think was it like Kim's just like ah uh, yeah I think he helped work on you. <laughs> you know That's what? it. I'm tired of Kim's bullshitting. <laughs> Kim's always like, um, I think it was a subspace anomaly, and I was like, okay, I mean, I honestly I can't be bothered to really check his work. Yeah, this, really. This all, guy. all we asked him to do I, was check the replicators, and he's telling us this is a subspace anomaly. I love to Fuck imagine it. that that like Tuvok <laughs> is always over Harry's shoulders, and whenever Janeway's like, "What? Well, what is it?" and Harry's like, "It's a subspace anomaly," and Tuvok <laughs> is right behind, looks over the shoulder, and looks up at Janeway's like, shakes his head. It's not. No. <laughs> it doesn't say no. Just shakes his head. She's like, "Well." <laughs> Chewbacca goes to his display and it's like, there's been a tachyon burst across our starboard bow. It's like, oh, okay. Was that the subspace anomaly, Kim? And Kim's like, yeah, that's what I meant. It's an anomaly. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it was an anomaly in subspace. So yes, the tachyon burst was technically a subspace anomaly. anomaly. (laughs) To me, it's like a UFO. When the Pentagon's like, we've got 150 UFOs. We don't, that doesn't mean that they're, we're not going to specify what they are. They're just unidentified flying objects to us. Right. So to Harry, right. everything is a subspace anomaly. A subspace anomaly. Because yeah. he's like, I don't know what that is. It's a subspace anomaly to me. I, somebody it, might know what, what this think? is. What's know your what read is? on this? <laughs> Somebody's like, I think it's just a tachyon burst. Like, and is that normal? Is a <laughs> tachyon burst anomaly. normal? <laughs> or is it perhaps anomalous? 
Okay, did it take okay, place Harry. In hyperspace? Or did it or take space in subspace? subspace. <laughs> well, technically, yeah, Tachyon Burst would come through. Yep, subspace anomaly. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Captain, we have a subspace then- anomaly ahead of us. That's a Kazon vessel. So that's what that is. That's uh, what that is. That's, that's, okay, okay I'll write on. that, Let me write that okay. down. One second. Is, is the Kazon vessel normally in front of us? He's like. No, it's not. It's so not it's in subspace. Anomalous. You're it is me anomalous. It's, it's anomaly because it's not normally there. It's just a space he, anomaly, I guess. Yeah. He's like by what, that standard, though, Kim. <laughs> he's like what I would do in high school if I didn't study for the test, but I read. I was able to read like one page of the book, and I yeah. picked out a word that I knew was the right answer for one of them, and then the rest of them I'd be like. Subspace anomaly. This is the only thing that I know from the book, so I'm just gonna keep and writing then you it write down. Out your, yeah, bullshit answer <laughs> yeah. of why that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, uh, before we get into this, this episode, by the way, it's it's ninety five percent in the holodeck. I think. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert: a big holodeck episode. A lot of holodeck content. We find out at the end. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's the equivalent of like waking up from a dream. Uh. So before we get into that, uh, we've we, we've started this last week where we go to Reddit and we find out this week's <laughs> bitching and moaning about the holodeck on the Star Trek subreddit because Give it happens every week. Our new uh, we have a we have a guest who doesn't who didn't realize that they were going to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah. and uh, they're about <laughs> to give their take on the holodeck. Yes. Uh, so quite a few people. This is start with a thread about Dixon Hill. Somebody's just like, what do you guys think about the Dixon Hill episodes? Uh, and Hook Dragger says, Hook Dragger. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I hated them. The only good thing that came out of that was the Tommy Gun scene in First Contact. <laughs> I hated them? Hated them. Why hated did you them. hate them, Hook Dragger? Huh? Also, also, he's right, though. I mean, he's not right as it's the only good thing that came out of it, but one of the good things that did come out of it was the Tommy Gun I mean, the Tommy Gun was freaking excellent. <laughs> it is the culmination. It would not exist without the Dixon Hill episodes. Right, right. What's wrong um, with people? I, I, every, this, every week, I'm just going to lose my mind over these things. I don't understand people's rationale for it, this. They're... They're a clown organization. They just don't. Clowns. They don't. They're a bunch of they're clowns. clowns. They're a bunch uh, of clowns. Also, in this thread, this thread is supposed to be about Dixon Hill, but is this Reddit life chimed in, not answering the question, but Welcome said to the podcast is this Reddit life? How you never liked the holodeck focused episodes, especially didn't like the DS Nine holodeck stuff with Vegas crooner guy. They didn't even. They didn't even they didn't bother even, to learn his fucking name because they didn't even bother to really watch the episode. They, without a doubt, they the moment it popped into the holodeck, they skimmed it a little bit on Netflix and then just skipped it. They were like, "I don't, I don't care about this. I don't want to watch this." Vegas crooner guy. Vegas notable Vegas crooner guy. Silverus writes. The worst holodeck episodes for me were Fairhaven and Captain Proton episodes in Voyager. They just didn't add anything of value for me. Of all the Stop. Voyager holodeck episodes, <laughs> all right. of it, the entire spec, there's so many. There's so many. They of pick them. bangers. They're like, 
Yeah, the best holodeck episodes in Voyager. Those ones suck. Those ones suck. Those were they absolutely trash. They didn't add anything of value to me. These people are are they binary robots where they're just can like Can I just say though? Can no I just value. say Fairhaven Spirit Folk is number 8. It is tied for 8 with Bride of Chaotica <laughs> on our list. <laughs> are we just morons? <laughs> Are we idiots? The two episodes that they thought added no value, no value to Voyager are, I think, our favorite Voyager, with exception to Heroes of Demons, are our favorite Voyager episodes. (laughs) I think if we ever get on these these subreddit threads, uh, we should just, we shouldn't be positive about the holodeck. We should just say... Man, the doesn't the outrageous Arcana just suck? Didn't that episode just suck? <laughs> Who else hated that episode? What and a dumb people episode. like that episode. Are you? Mm. Yes, often people say like that's one of my favorite holodeck episodes. It's like why? I don't know. Because it's is funny. Jokes. Dude, just jokes. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Uh, Fairhaven, by the way, the the second Fairhaven, the first that is thirteen. So, yeah. Second, All right. The first Fairhaven episode is 13th. Second one is 8th. This week, I'm going on Reddit. I'm making a post. I'm saying, how about the Outrageous Sakona? What a trashy episode. Am I right? And I gotta, <laughs> I have to see. I, these people need to come out of the weeds who like that episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. Insane. Completely insane. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh. Especially when uh, episodes like Projections exist. And Projections isn't bad, but it is by no means better, better than Fairhaven or, 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 yeah, or, Fairhaven. or, yeah. or Bride, or Bride of, Chaotica. of Chaotica. Good lord. <laughs> uh, so that, that concludes our Reddit segment right. of the week. Uh, thank right. you for your input, all of the players or, and our guests <laughs> who did not know that they were guests, but they po- they posted on a public forum. So. Right. <laughs> this... Uh, uh, this that that Reddit segment is just going to be us bitching for about five to ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> about yeah, something. right. Because God knows we need the filler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, a little bit of trivia that uh, has to do with um, just like who directed and everything like that. Is this episode was av- used to evaluate Jonathan Frakes as the director of First Contact. So they use this episode because he directed it to be like, can he direct First Contact? And to tell Robert Picardo got his little cameo. Good for him. I have this image. The more I learn about Robert Picardo, (laughs) the more I realize that he is like the classic, like almost, I want to say like vaudevillian actor Mm -hmm. on this show in the sense that he just hustles like big time right because he used (laughs) another thing about him is like he he would talk to the writers all the time and give them ideas for doctor episodes i think he just like that's great good for him because he just fucking hustled hard that guy this is a very niche reference have you guys seen american movie with the the two guys yeah. from yes or yeah 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 you know the there's a part where there's this like theater guy who he, he yep. has this British yep. accent yep. that is how I imagine Robert Ricardo <laughs> as this like extravagant <laughs> theater person in this world that's just like right. 
pitching ideas all the time and like really outgoing and the only difference there is this extravagant theater guy in American movie never really amounted to anything whereas Robert Picardo no. was on Star Trek well I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that type yeah no I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, no yeah, I know I know I just I would love to see that guy on Star Trek that'd be rad let's get an American movie Star Trek crossover please P- Picard season 3 yeah <laughs> Picard tries to get a hollow novel published <laughs> But Man, he can't get it done. Uh, what a what an incredible risk it would be to be like Michael Shabon or somebody in charge and be like, all right, Picard season three is a fucking holodeck season. We're just gonna fucking do it and people are gonna We're be just gonna pissed. do it. <laughs> Speaking of Picardo too, he he stated that this episode was like between him and Schultz was like filming this episode was a party. You definitely get that vibe. I get the vibe. I, and you guys, you know, you have theater backgrounds what too. What kind or of like, party? Or, I, I think what he means is like, it's for theater kids. When you get to do like a one act play with your best friend, it's like a, it's a, right. it's a two hander, oh, you know? Yeah. Right. And you just get to like fucking play Fuck and your director around. is like also your good friend. So yeah. you get to indulge in all the bullshit like bits right. and stuff you want to do, which I right. really get that vibe in this episode yeah. that they completely indulged yeah. in all of their like, what if we yeah. did a scene where like I said this and Barkley was like, but that's not logic. That's like, <laughs> you know, waiting for Godot or something like that. I, I mean, I'm just going to burn through all the trivia here too, because yeah. it, it makes sense. Dwight Schultz was originally considered for the doctor. So, it makes sense that they would both be playing wait. off each other. Oh, like totally. Wait, They're wait, both wait. so neurotic. How yeah. would that work? Would it be like a copy of Reginald Barkley? I think that they probably, probably. would have done that. They would have said, like, yeah. Barkley Whoa. programmed these emergency holograms right. and made them Instead in of versions of himself. Instead Lewis. of Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah, Zimmerman. That'd be so weird. That would have been interesting. Yeah, though. that would have been very interesting. All right, internet, we need some uh, Reginald Barkley deepfakes. Get on it. <laughs> I think Bigfoot's the one who usually does the deep. Yeah, fakes. Bigfoot's the one who usually for, does the deepfakes. Right, right, right. D- deep, deep, deep fake incoming in like 30 <laughs> of Dwight seconds. Schultz on Robert Ricardo playing the doctor. <laughs> oh, and we'll yeah. post it on our Discord. Check out our Discord. Check Catch out our Discord. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, well, what did you guys like? What were some favorite moments for you guys? Um, I really I like. Oh. <laughs> go, 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 go. go go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I like when Picardo starts deleting people. And <laughs> how uh, funny! How yeah. excited he is to delete Tom Paris and yeah. to delete Harry. He's Kim. wanted to delete everybody on this ship. You know he has. Like, and then he that's been his like <laughs> fantasies of and like then he tries to delete Jane Way and she doesn't there's go so away. Much and Barkley's like, it's fucked, it's broken, it's the thing's broken, don't do anything stupid. <laughs> there's there's just so much about his subconscious that it starts off where he's alone and like he's working through the problem of like he thinks that's what he wants. Like, mm-hmm. oh finally. Nope, no. no patience basically yeah, nobody right. on this ship finally <laughs> can just be myself and then immediately bitches about it, like oh well thanks for letting me know everybody thanks for letting me know you were gonna get off the ship <laughs> and then he gradually adds more people because he's like i want some entertainment in my life and then he's like no i don't like people i don't I like, like you tom paris I, I like some people <laughs> 
I mean, if I'm being honest, if we had that power on a starship, we would do the exact same thing. We're like, all right, like, everybody's back. And then you, as you go about your day, you'd be like, Jerry, can't deal with you today. Deleted. Nope. Delete. Steven, <laughs> deleted. <laughs> I like the moment when Janeway says, uh, computer, delete all holoject, pro- all holoject projections, and it deletes her and everybody else. That's a fun yeah. little twist. That's like a yeah, yeah. I think I think if, if there's any issue with this episode, because it's really fun and it's got really good performances and dialogue and little twists, mm-hmm. is that the pace is. I think there's just probably like repeated repeated um, information, which mm-hmm. becomes boring as a viewer. Right, you just lose yeah. focus because inf- my yeah. my issue is for me the pacing. It doesn't build to anything. Yeah, like you you're you're like, wow, what's going on? This is weird. Ah, something's weird. What's going on? And then like at the end, you're like, I mean, yeah, that's cool and all. Like you're questioning your own reality, but like you could have built that up better. Like there was no climax to this. It just felt like a never ending, which maybe that's what they intended, but right. It's a a much more of a slow burn of the mid nineties style of Star Trek. Right. Now that I think about it, you know, like, as you said that it reminded me of that one season one disco episode with mud played by rain Wilson. Yeah. That is really fun because the pacing of it is fantastic. And it is a similar like loop thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite episode. Maybe, well, I'll say from the first season for sure, but like maybe overall too. Like it just holds up. That was like such, that was such a classic Star Trek episode that they just threw into the middle of Discovery. And it's like, like, whoa, this is great. This is great. Why didn't you do (laughs) more of this? You can do it. And he was like, wait, you can do it? I thought you couldn't do it. You can do it. You guys said you couldn't do that. It's like, no, we can. It's just like we took a break and we just threw, we just made a great episode. Great. Yeah, I like doing that. When they make those good episodes, it's always like, yeah, we needed a bit of a break. So we just like threw in this like one weird episode. You're like, we, no, 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 no. Keep taking a break. Keep taking a break. I like like the idea. Like, so just the writing, writer's room, right? They're breaking the season. It's like, all right, we got 13 episodes. I mean, the studio asked us for 13. We have 12 here. <sighs> they look over at Janet. Who's in hey, the Janet, corner? Can you write like-, like a filler episode? <laughs> and Janet is has always been a Star Trek fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was her dream job to get on the staff. She gets shit on all the time. She's normally a story <laughs> editor. You know, she she very rare she doesn't ever get to write plot scripts, but they're like, Janet, can you can you do like a filler episode? Maybe something with Harry Mudd? She's like yeah, I can't. And then, like, they read I, the episode at the table reading, and everybody's like right. trying to be nice. Like, um, yeah, it's it kind of it's fine. It's just I like to imagine uh, Janet's in the corner, like comedically, like, okay, we need another episode. And they kind of look around. They're like, "Hey, Janet, you want to write one?" And it like whip pans over, and she's in the corner. She's got a whole uniform, like Star Trek uniform, <laughs> and she's got like twenty books. She's got like a lot of stuff. She's like holding a lot of stuff, and she's like. Huh? Me? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I got one here. And she like goes through this huge file cabinet of scripts that she's already written. And is like, yeah, 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 here it is. Here it is. I got one. There you go. Thank what, you, you for asking this me. This works perfectly in the middle of our season. It's like, yeah, I just wrote like, a, just in case, you know. I've got like a hundred want... more, too. Yeah, like... It was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The best part of Star Trek is Janet in the corner. 
with like a hundred episodic episodes of new Star Trek. Guys. Oh my God. Bigfoot did this, it. Yeah, no, 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 it, no, no. It's no. creepy. It's creepy. Like, Is it I don't in the like Discord? it. Like, I don't like it. You know? <laughs> well, I gotta see this. Everyone go. Like, everyone pause the podcast right now. Go to the Discord and go to like the I TNG don't, DS9. I don't like it. It's creepy. <laughs> what I don't like Yo. is that it, it kept Picardo's hairline, which I know is how this stuff works. Right. But it's just so it's unnerving. Oh. It, it looks, looks like a serial like a, killer. It looks like a PlayStation <laughs> 3 you know, quality textures and stuff where they're like, yeah, yeah we, we brought in Dwight Schultz. We put a bunch of dots on his face. We scanned him in and this is the best thing Unreal Engine 3 could do. And it's just Oh like, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's him. It looks like a serial killer. But why would you? Yeah. <laughs> I think Dwight Schultz has played a serial killer before. He looks like a oh, bitch man. or like an unfinished human being. I can't, I don't know how to describe it. And I, but I, the thing is, I'm fucking mesmerized. I Me cannot too. stop looking at it. Right. <laughs> that was the most unsettling one uh, I, that you have ever done, Bigfoot. Thank you for doing it. When we had Alvi on and we got Big Dog Cisco, you know, Big as um, Cisco. Leslie Odom Jr., uh, and we got um, uh, not call me, uh, but uh, call me. And uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh my god, stepbrother's gay. Oh, <laughs> Dewey Cox, Dewey Cox, the guy who played Dewey Cox. Oh I my god, his name what's his name? <laughs> Him. Uh, it's a super Irish name. I know who it is. I know who it is. And it's John C. Riley. Is John, C. John C. Riley. Thank you, John C. Riley is Cole Meany. Those like fit that one's perfectly. Great. Uh, this one's terrifying, though. <laughs> what did we create? We created a nightmare. What have we, nightmare. we, what have we uh, done? <laughs> any other requests? Put them in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play the oh, doctor God. now? What actor would play Who the would doctor play the now? doctor now? Robert Picardo. It would just be Robert Picardo again? Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, there's not a lot of actors on TV that are very, like, theatrical like him i'm trying to think of somebody who is kind of like goofy and fun and everyone's so realistic and brooding these days yeah it's like yeah the the style of what acting gets put out there or rewarded has changed it would be somebody that's in like a cw superhero show I yeah like. like a character actor from that yeah 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 maybe maybe uh, a steve buscemi God. not now buscemi but like a couple years ago fun. a few years yeah. ago yeah I also think actors are obviously actors aren't all hotter now, but like the actors that get roles are hot, like people, it's just hotter actors. You know, you who, can't get on you know who I think, hot. you know, who yeah. I think would play a good doctor. And I'm, I'm really blanking on the name right now. So give me one second. Give me context clues. I love this game. Context clues. Um, just, just give me one second. Like it'll take me literally a second to find him. Just do the um, thing. Justin Long. Oh, yeah. I think oh. Justin Long would be a fun doctor. And it would totally work. Because he's like nervous. He's yeah. like a really good nervous person. Like He's supposed to be the cool one though because he's he's Apple. He's Mac. He's the Apple the guy, guy who plays Jit. 
Ed and JD's brother from Scrubs is what Bigfoot said. Oh, yeah. Similar type. Isn't that? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That'd be a good doctor, too. That'd be a good doctor. That's Zachary Levy? No. I'm thinking of something else. No, no. I thought it was Colin Hanks for a second. (laughs) We're just sitting here trying to come up with names now. Can't be that entertaining. (laughs) I'm entertained. Hey, this is what the episode was like, though. (laughs) Because I would be into it for like the first 30 seconds of his new scene, and then I would zone out. Right. Uh, yeah. Which again, I think it's just because it's all about flow of information. What's new? Right. Uh, like the most exciting. Uh, yeah, let's just get. We've done a lot of bits. Should we go into the archive and come back let's in because it's all archive. holodeck stuff, anyways? Yeah. 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 Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. That was crazy. Yeah. She that threw was... a pot of coffee at my head. She actually she went to the replicator, replicated a pot of coffee. She yeah. used one of her replicator rations on a I pot of coffee. I asked for a cup because I thought she was making coffee for I thought everybody. we were going to have a long... Co- I had me too. A long conversation and have some coffee over... No, she just threw it at my head. And it broke. Against the door. I've never been this um, dejected before. Nobody's ever put me in my place like that. Oh, because your parents died and you never had that kind of discipline? Yeah, I never had a lot of discipline because when my parent, the way that my parents died was like really it's dramatic. Just the, the fact the that, that like, like the- she found out that we did, that we did the program. I mean, supposedly. I mean, it was it was our prank program. It was our prank program. We did it was a call, trap the doctor. Prank his, program. It was the dang. It good was. One. It's it's not our fault that it, something that we made it so he couldn't get out unless he you know questioned his reality. Reality. You know, looking back on it, that's a bit. It was a bit harsh on us. I thought it was hilarious when we were making it. That's not our fault, though. He's the one who freaked out and fucked the whole thing up. You know. Well, yeah, we did not intend for. It was not a complete program, so it was definitely like we didn't want him to actually be deleted. No. Yeah. Quick thinking, by the way, Pert, with the subspace anomaly. Right. Harry Kim uses that shit all the time. I'm surprised she didn't buy it. No, I asked, she buys it every time Harry Kim asks, says it. I asked Harry yeah, what, what how he gets on the good side, and he's like, subspace anomalies. And I was like, okay. And it um, didn't work. So I'm going to have to have a talk with Harry later. By the way, that was really weird, Tom, how when we were walking out, the Chakotay didn't move, and... Like yeah, it was like we had to go around him to get through the door. Him. Yeah. He kind of just stood there staring at us. Yeah. Like he, he almost like he, he didn't want us to leave. Did he move it? I didn't even see him blink. He almost he felt like blink. a statue. He had a very wide stance. It was like he was trying to prevent all three of us from... Right. Does he want to fight us? You think Chakotay wants to fight us? Uh I don't know. He's always seemed like a pretty reasonable man, to, like guy to me. You think yeah, he could like beat per- Chakotay in a fight? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, even if I were normal human strength, I, I would I would easily defeat Chakotay. I feel like Chakotay is one of those glass cannon types where, like, he, he looks big and, like, you know, bulky, and he looks like he could kick your ass, but then once he gets into a fight, he's, like, done for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that, I think that, that makes sense. Right? I, I would can't believe he's mad that she... We just call him Chak... We don't call him Chakotay. Because right. we're, we're trying to make it happen where everybody just calls him Chakotay. Right? Yeah. I call him Chuck well, sometimes. He doesn't Chakotay like that. is like... You have to really put the emphasis places. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's... I, I feel like it's... it's even, even as a Vulcan, it's just kind of tedious to... And to be fair, like whenever I hear him say his own name, he says Chakotay. Yeah. So like, what is it? So like... If is you're that, gonna say your name Chakote, then why are you making us say it Chakote? I he asked for a personalized sweater once that just said Chuck on it, so I call him Chuck. Yeah, pretty great sweater. Can you believe that she demoted us? Like, but not demoted us, like because we're ensigns. Uh, yeah, because we can't be demoted, <laughs> but basically said like next time we're gonna get a promotion, we don't get it. Yeah, I I was reading. I'm like reading right now on this pad here. I'm, I'm trying to look up the rules for. She said something about pip debt. Yeah, pip yeah. debt. And then, which I can't find any logs for pip debt. I'm but negative. She says we're at I'm, negative. Wo- I'm ahead. negative three pips. You're at negative debt. three pips. Wow. So you knew about this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been in pip debt most of my career. Because like I had to. I had to take out some PIP loans, really, to to get a leg up in Starfleet, wait, especially in the are academy. You telling me, wait, are you telling me I could I could go get a PIP loan and become a captain tomorrow? No, that's, that's what not I'm how telling it works. You. What? You got to spend PIPs to make PIPs? Is that you what you're a, saying? Exactly. You could get a PIP so, uh, loan. So where do I where do I go to get a PIP loan to become a captain? You, well, I you know a guy. Here's the thing, though, is it's very illegal. So when you get a PIP loan, you're immediately probably going to get slapped on the wrist and go into PIP debt again. That's kind of how it works. Could I potentially, like, short your PIPs? Like, could I say, like, I don't think that you're going to get promoted yeah, a there's a whole date. there's a whole pip market for that. I've got a book what? I can give you guys. Really? Yeah. There's a book? There's a whole, there's a whole so book. So what happens? So say I make... I make the bet because we're basically making a bet, right? Like I make it's, the bet I mean, that you well, are gonna. I mean, it's a legitimate that you're not market. Gonna, that you're not gonna become a lieutenant by this date, and I uh-huh. win. Do I yeah. get those pips? So like, if I was you to win that bet because yeah. it's basically a bet, then I become a captain at that point because I'm winning those pips. But the the bet has to be in the pips, yeah, uh, for you to get it. Otherwise, so you're I out have of the to pips. be more. I have to be more than an ensign, or else I go into debt. Yeah, yes. and also there's a whole margin thing. I'm assuming, right? Like if yeah. if, if you if you bet against a person and you don't have the pips to right. actually to cover, then you you go into further pip debt. And right. the thing is, is that these pips are not real pips. So right, it's really the value pips. that you put on the pips, and if you can get away oh. with it. So so then, how did she put us in pip debt if they're not real pips? Well, she's in on it. She's in on the. Everyone's in on it. They, it's this unspoken thing. Now we yeah, owe her. I, I owe her two pips. I owe Chakotay but how one is it, pip. What, how is it whatever? How <laughs> how is it whatever? Like uh, value you put on it when a captain actually 
makes more replicator rations than an ensign. Well, this is the other complicated thing is with the replicator rations. You know, you, technically we could all have as many replicator rations what? as we want. Yep. Yeah. But <laughs> if they did that, then the value of a replicator ration would go down and there would be replicator ration inflation. So what you're telling me is this post-scarcity society is just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> well, Kinda, we create yeah. scarcity, yeah. Yeah. In or- yeah. Otherwise, Fuck. what would anybody have, like, we would have no reason to do anything. Yeah, we just, as humans, we just love creating markets inherently. That's how we function. So post-scarcity society. I thought that was the Ferengi. Yeah, but it's more deep-seated. We've suppressed it. Since everything became post-scarcity, we suppressed it. So there's a lot of black market uh, pipping. Are you saying we're Vulcan Ferengis? Kind of, yeah. We've suppressed our capitalist uh, tendencies (laughs) deep, deep down. I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the mess hall and grab a coffee because that coffee like I really did want the coffee. It smelled good. <laughs> it smelled so good. It's yeah. a great roast that she replicated and threw it in my head. God. I'm gonna go replicate some more pips because I uh, got a few, but they're not good. So I, I, ironically, I do have to go to the. I think the a little bit of the coffee when it bounced against the wall, it kind of splashed onto my. I think kind of like burnt me. Hopefully oh. she didn't tell the doctor. Well, that's the thing. I gotta go to the doctor. Hopefully I get Kess. But fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Or Paris. Oh, Paris would be great. Love <laughs> Paris. Best doctor. Good bedside manner. All right. Pip debt. <laughs> that's I I think just a good ring to it. Pip debt. Pip debt. <laughs> oh yeah, you're he's deep in pip debt. He's been deep an ensign for like. Well, that kind of is now my new headcanon for why Kim never got promoted. He's, he's been promoted so probably a dead. lot, but he's yeah. a serious pip debt. In order, to, in order to get onto the Voyager to begin with, he went into serious pip debt. He's like, I want to so be like, on Janeway's ship. Yeah. So like, Jan- Janeway just keeps giving him promotions. He's like, fuck, I'm still an ensign. All right, I got to give that there. pip almost to out. my loan officer. <laughs> almost out. <laughs> It's like, it's been seven years. You haven't paid off. It's like, well, t- I technically I could have at my original PIP debt, but, it, but the interest keeps... Yeah, the interest and my loan officer wasn't a, And my loan officer wasn't aboard Voyager. So, like, I'm sitting here, like, saving up these yeah. PIPs, but he's just accruing the debt. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's one it's and a half ridiculous. PIPs every 30 days is yeah. the... It's, like, unsustainable. <laughs> they really get you there. Like, uh, okay, so yeah, I just um, I loved the the thing I was going to mention is I love the bit uh, where Neelix is fighting the Kazon, freaking with stuff. the fuck out. He's throwing that- pans and like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, right. I like lit up the most in the episode, and then it was great. Yeah. You get to see Neelix be weird as shit, which yeah, he's always weird, but. It's the most fun I, I've had with that character, like seeing that character on the show at that point, you know, like in yeah. season two. Because basically his character otherwise, and they even touch on it in this episode, is like, I'm dating a two-year-old. <laughs> Keep your hands <laughs> off of her. Jealous. Keep your hands off of her. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's like, okay. I've, I've always wanted to um, get attacked by somebody in a kitchen so I can, uh, like, frantically throw pots and pans at somebody. <laughs> I feel like this happens a lot 
in uh, kitchen action sequences where somebody's like, oh, who's there? And then they see somebody and then they start grabbing everything that they can and just like hucking it. And that it's an always looked like trope. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, well, because media. Cause it, it is because you're like being attacked without a weapon, but you're in a kitchen which full is full of weapons. Of weapons. <laughs> but you, you, for some reason, you think that throwing them because they're all around you is such a good idea. <laughs> Guys, what, what are the greatest just, kitchen fight sequences? Of all time, we need to. Is there we one need to create a. We need to create like a podcast. There's one in Die Hard. <laughs> uh, is there one in Die Hard? I can reference okay. one that I watched very recently. That's pretty fun. Okay, you uh, reference there's it. There's one in Agent Cody Banks from 2003 Agent Cody Banks? with Frankie right. Muniz, <laughs> and I'm he's got of... these two pan, these two pans, and he's uh-huh. bonking the shit out of dudes, and the sound, <laughs> <laughs> the sounds the... that happen are like boink, boink. That's great. Boink. That's great. That's Nickelodeon. Brain damage, brain damage, brain damage. Nickelodeon is yeah. fuck. Uh, Nickelodeon, yeah. a property of Paramount Plus. <clears throat> right. I feel like there's uh, the one that is popping into my head. I don't know where it's from, but it's all. Maybe it's just like an amalgamation of all kitchen fight sequences. Uh-huh. But it's like a chase sequence that like goes through uh, like a hotel kitchen, and yeah. then like things get thrown at each other. Uh, fights happen and then the chase sequence continues out of, out of the, the hotel. Kitchen. That's great. Yeah. I think there might be one in John Wick. I have a it feeling it feels John Wicky to me. I feel like yeah. if they haven't done it yet, they're going to. I can't, I mean, like, wow, how, how do I not remember this? Uh, I need to rewatch three again because I have only seen that one once. That one is a banger, by the way. Um, oh, there is one, that, one in John. No, there is it in John Wick. He throws the knife at the guy. There's the the yes. whole scene in John in three with the knife. He's yeah, the knife, the knife fight, which is in and a he museum. Throws it in, or yeah, okay, it's in shop. the museum. Yeah. yeah, okay. But that's that's a fantastic it scene. Is. Yeah. That movie is nuts. Uh, the pacing <laughs> of it is nuts. Speaking of pacing, for me, the the, the sequence that comes to mind is from a, a early '90s Steven Seagal movie called <laughs> Under Siege. Have you guys seen this? No, I've I haven't. Heard of it. Seen Under Siege oh. is. During that time period where every action movie was Die Hard on a blank or in a blank, and yeah. that one was Die Hard on a boat. And right. <laughs> Under Siege is great. It holds up. Gary Busey's in it, uh, but there's a fight sequence where he like blows up a microwave at somebody. It's really f- and he's a chef. He blows he's up a, a microwave in the Navy. Yes. Oh my god. Under Siege god. rules. Uh, and I am not being ironic when I say I want to do, when we're done with all these holodeck episodes, we need to do a podcast that ranks every kitchen fight scene <laughs> yes! in cinema history. Absolutely. Yes. I'm totally down with that. Make sure to Guys, uh, subscribe to our Patreon when we actually start modernizing this. That'll be a paid right. one. That will right. be a paid one. <laughs> oh, guys. Bigfoot did another one. No. And it's even creepier. No. <laughs> All right, hey, right now, let's pause, just say, pause the episode, go to the Discord, open this link, and then come back. Let's just say it doesn't just involve the doctor. A little clutter never hurt anyone. Oh, dude. Oh, he looks like a snake. Oh, he looks, he definitely does. Oh! Oh, no. Oh, no. We all watched it at the exact same time. <laughs> This actually might be it. I think uh, putting Barclay onto everyone in Star Trek is the next big hot internet thing. (laughs) Oh, God. Good Lord. Wow.
Um, oh, fuck. Thank you for that. This is really something. Oh, man. <sighs> Seven of nine. Just start ranking this let's and talking about it. it. Yeah, let's do it. it. That's the easiest way. Also, it's getting so hot in it's my so hot. I'm closet. so hot. I'm so hot. <laughs> I want to take my shirt off. <laughs> it's getting really hot because of that Dwight Schultz's Seven of Nine video. <laughs> I literally can't stop watching He kind of looks like Gary Busey. He oh, does. He kind of looks oh, like Gary yeah. Busey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so unsettling. Thank you, Bigfoot Nightmare Fuel. Okay. <laughs> but I 100% agree with uh, ranking every kitchen fight sequence in cinema history. Make sure to tune in so for our kitchen fight sequence podcast. Trek to the kitchen. Trek yes. to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Come with us. Right, I'm not. I trek to the kitchen. <laughs> that dialogue. I mean, speaking I of the know. kitchen, no one gets the best of me in my kitchen. That's pretty good. I like that one. Um, I was just about to say before you said that, it's kind of unmemorable. I don't really remember too much of the dialogue. I feel like I blacked yeah. out a little bit during this. I don't remember a lot of the dialogue. I think I think for me, a lot of the like neurotic like pain, why would I have pain? I think I'm hungry. Not sure what for, but I'm definitely hungry. Or, uh, you know, the... Com- this it's 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 computer delete Paris computer delete Kim. I just it's paced really. It's okay. It's paced well, yeah. Right. The, the the comedic bits are. Um. Yeah. But yeah, right. It's not. It's not like super. They're no. They're the only iconic lines are actually little bits that we put in our outro of like. Right. Then this is all holographic simulation. Simulation the safeties. That means the holographic like, safeties are off. off. I didn't I guess realize those are that big that was points then. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was um, that Barclay. that was Barclay. For some yeah. reason, I thought that was Data when I heard that in our intro. Oh, interesting! I thought it was the Doctor. It's all holographic <laughs> simulation. Well, look, well, that, look at what but experts then, like, we are. Well, I guess the holodeck safeties are off. Oh, yeah. That kind of sounded like Data. Yeah. to me. Hmm. But I was always a little thrown off because I was like, it sounds like Data, but I'm not sure it is. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a three. Because there's no yeah. iconic I'm going to give it a three. I was originally going to give it a two, but the extra point comes in because we use some of the stuff in our, in our yeah. intro. <clears throat> same. I was, I was going to do the same. Uh, so a three for me. I do think it's pretty funny, too, when Chakotay comes in <laughs> and the doctor's like subconscious through Reginald is like, Hey, like you matter. You're a real person. You you should get to live your life. And Chakotay is like, what you want doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Right. He's just like um, That's his tactic. Yeah, no. Doesn't matter, dude. It's like like <laughs> Doctor, no, we need we need your program. Stop. Like, he's just yeah. completely transparent about how like they don't give a shit about his subconscious or his feelings. <laughs> it's like reality yeah, is like you're a real boy. You have emotions. And Chakotay's like, nah, dude. No. Could you just... Could you, come on. Just you need stop. to come out. Just you need stop. To come out. Yeah, you need to come out. You got to come out of your playhouse. That. You got to come out of your playhouse. I saw that more from Chakotay as like a... Yeah, what you want doesn't matter because if you don't do this, you're dead. Yeah, You're going to die. Yeah. When, it, when pulled out of its context, though, which admittedly <laughs> I do often... Right. It is very funny to me. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, so you're giving it a three, Darius? Yeah. And Dylan, what were you giving it? Same Z's. 
Three. Okay, a Traceros. Uh, romance. There's this whole sub thing of the doctor being in love with Kess, like the doctor's right. subconscious being in love with Kess. And oh, yeah. Her showing up and being like, Lewis, I love you, when he thinks that he's Zimmerman. You Come know back. what's weird? It's not weird, but it's so they get rid of Kess, right? And then yeah. they bring the seven and nine on. Yep. And the doctor loves Kess. Yep. And then the doctor loves seven of nine. Yep. So they were just basically like, Kess, we don't like you. Bye bye. Yep. <laughs> they, that is a hundred percent what Rick Berman did. Rick Berman was like, <sighs> we need a, we need a hotter blonde. We need a, we need a, or, you know, we need a blonde with a huge rack or, you know, this is, this is Rick Berman, the worst human being on the planet. Uh, and they fired Jennifer Lean and brought in, uh, um, not Jerry Taylor, Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. Uh, yeah. Who turned out to be an excellent actor and an excellent addition to the show, but like the reasons for it sucked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they never figured out what to do with Kess because the cat, I think the writing staff was also, surprise, very sexist. Uh, right. And you're just like, I don't know, like maybe Tom likes her, Neelix likes her, and the doctor likes her. <laughs> That's Everybody their, likes their her. way to fix it. Who, who just like, likes what, her? What, what is a woman? What is the value of a woman? Yeah. She's only going to live two years. So how do we really have her aboard this ship? Shit. Like, really? <laughs> well, you know, so they had set it up basically so she would die by the end of the series. Because she's two at the beginning of the show and the lifespan is 10 for the, her species. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, and by the end of it, she'll die. Right. And instead, they gave up on the character. Ugh. And then she came I back liked when she's like, everyone. believe in yourself. You're not a program. <laughs> and I feel like this is a, it's such a thing that the doctor is still works through by the end of the series. Like, mm-hmm. I do believe my, in myself. Oh, he's so But I'm sweet. also a program. <laughs> program <laughs> rights. Program rights. I'm going to give this a one because there is romance, but it's not very good. In my opinion. Wow, we've given I think we've given more, but that's fine. I think so too. Subjective. <laughs> uh I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I was gonna do a three two, I think. I'm actually changing it to a four because she really oh, is fuck. like there's the dramatic scene where she like is like I then I guess her marriage is over. And it's like that's part of that twist. That's that that big twist moment. And I think for me oh, that okay. was really fun. Like that's when you realize when the doctor comes out of the simulation, it turns out he's still in the simulation. So yeah. okay, that's true. And then when they when they f- finally do get out, and he says like, "She's like, did you do do really find me attractive? Did you find and me the beautiful?" She's like, well, "Yeah, in like a platonic way." Like <laughs> he's trying to not get a workplace harassment claim right. against him. She's <laughs> like, "Then I guess our marriage a- is over." You brought up a good point. I'm going to bump this one up to a 2.5. Ooh. See, that's how drafts work, people. It correct, It's right. machine learning. It corrects mm-hmm. itself. It, 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 Democracy yeah. in action. Yeah. This is what it looks like, people. Democracy in action. <laughs> Debate. Uh, speaking of action, action. Action. I mean, that kitchen fight sequence. That kitchen, kitchen fight sequence scene. alone is great. <laughs> it's pretty hot. Pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> The, and and the doctor like when he catches the um the egg beater, not the egg beater, yeah. but the uh, the whisk, the yeah. whisk, and looks at it and like uses it to attack the Kazon. It's 
pretty fun. It in is, fact, that scene is like scene. that's probably the scene that Frakes like put in his reel that he gave. It's like, hey, um, right. first contact. Look, if I can out. make a kitchen fight sequence with Neelix and a Kazon and the Doctor, good. Cook, interesting. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe I can do an action movie. So I'm actually, um, I'm not gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four because there wasn't in of the 95 percent of this episode, it wasn't a lot of the episode. But I thought that scene really was super fun. Absolutely, I think it's a four too. I'm gonna give it a three for myself. Ah, Dylan's the hater this, Sorry, this week, and that's I guess fine. I'm, yeah, vote no, and load. This time. Be the hater. That's great. All right. Uh, suspense. I mean, the whole episode is a suspense. It's the whole suspense. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Like, if, if this isn't a five <laughs> of an episode when yeah. it comes to suspense, it's I don't know what Very it is. rarely is an episode. I don't think we've ever episode, had a five for Like a, a Quintero ever. suspense? Yeah. Yeah. But I, for I me, it's an easy either. five. Yeah. Big fiver. Quinteros. Quinteros. Burp, burp, burp. We need to have beep, a, beep, a sound effect for it. Quinteros. Quinter, Quinteros. Quinteros. I can ask Henry to do something. He's got, he can get real low. You can do it as like Quinteros. Yeah. Ooh, like a nice like Quinteros. Like that reminds me of the Mortal Kombat voice. You know when you do a fatality? Quinteros. K-O. Quinteros. Uh camp. I mean, we got Barclay and the doctor. In fact, he looks exactly like me. Computer. Is this me? <laughs> yeah, we got Barkley and the Doctor both playing being off each other. Real campy. <laughs> the the slapping of each other's faces bit, which I forgot about, but I wrote <laughs> oh a note here. God. When he right. slaps himself and then slaps Reginald. Barkley <laughs> slaps the Doctor way harder than the Doctor slaps Barkley. <laughs> yes. By the way, yeah. which made me think that Picardo was like, "No, actually, slap me," and yeah. he actually slapped yeah. Picardo. But then Barkley is like. You can't do that to me though. Like I just don't. Really I just want like that. I have eczema, I, and it, it gets agitated when you hit touch my face. So if you could just be very gentle. That well, was of one of the things when I was acting that getting slapped was kind of fun. Actually slapping people, I was a good time. Well, if you don't put your shoulder into it, yeah, sure. You oh yeah, not like you know, but like a real slap, you know. But there's always that guy though, you know, the guy who's like, oh, really slap you, really slap yeah. you. Okay. Well, if you miss and the slap and bonk somebody in the ear, you're not doing it right. You know, that's like a, that's like a, yeah, you know, that's different. I'm going to give it a four. It gets docked a point because of the, re- the I think the pacing for me, like it for just the loses a point for the pacing. I think that I'm, that's an adjustment that I'm making. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to do my classic camp comes from the actors and not from the editing mm-hmm. as much or the, the dialogue as wow, much. Wow, way so, to erase editing as an important part, so facet the of. Performance. Well, so, the, so the pacing to me is like, that's more the writing. And the actors did a good job bringing the camp into something that is actually a little boring a lot of the time. So True. I'm going to give it a five. Great. I think that's really sound logic. I'm going to go with a four. Cool. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What was your logic on that, Dylan? Yeah, what's your fucking logic? Uh, we gave our logic. I, I, reserve the, I reserve the right to not give logic for my rank. pleads the fifth on logic for Plead camp. the fifth. Oh, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't want this episode to beat Take Me Out to the Holocaust. Yeah. Every that's, point that shaving. Is, He's a that ref is, that's point shaving. <laughs> That is my sole goal on this podcast, is to make sure no uh, other episode 
Beads tricked. Uh, take me to the hot suite. Uh, steaks. I mean, the only steaks is like the, the doctor actually could die. And it's Red all taking place steaks. in the holodeck. And also, it's about uh, self like identity and who he is, actualization of the self. I actually think this one's a five for me because I don't think I've felt the stakes a lot in other episodes, but this one, like, I was legitimately like, he could die. I know they wouldn't do that for the show, but like, there's a lot of times where I was like, I don't know, should I go with Chakotay? Should I go with Barclay? I don't know what yeah, the fuck is going I th- on. I thought they did a pretty good job of yeah. making it feel like, oh, it could right. be an alien. It could, oh, what if he does choose wrong? What if he, like, <laughs> yeah. like, in my head, the whole time, I was like, it's 100% the Kazon the whole time. I was like, Kazon are still involved uh, in this somehow. Yeah. This is Stupid definitely Kazon. like the Kazon's version of the thing that happens to Riker. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Kind of in that weird prison thing. Yeah. I mean, like, that would be a really smart alien way to fuck with Voyager. Because, like, hey, they don't have a doctor. They rely on a hologram. Can we hack their computer? Oh, totally. Yeah. That would really fuck them up don't for a while and make it really point? annoying. Yeah. I thought they did that at some point. Somebody like. Do they do it? The Kazon? I think they tried to. No. Somebody tries to steal the doctor. They like take him or something. I can't remember. Anyway. Well, that happens. Remember in the holographic, the episode where um, the bodies won, the, um, where, bodies. where the doctor takes over Seven's body. Oh, right, 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 that's right, right, right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that one's good. And it is called, uh, it's on this body and soul. So, yeah. Anyways, stakes. stakes. I'm giving it a four. <sighs> That's a five for me. Big stakes. I'm going to give it a five because I love the doctor. I don't want him to die. All right. You, you guys are totally right. It's it's a five. I don't know why I was thinking it was a four. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What did we do here? What happened here? I think the draft system fucked up on us. We, we, we talked so much so positively about the draft system. <laughs> And I'm the only one trying to balance it out here. And you're like, give oh, me pop shit. it into like the top oh, 10 or something. We messed up. <laughs> Computer, what's the final score? Calculating. 4.06. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Is it number one? No, no, but it's like third. It's or fourth. It's sixth. Uh, no, it's okay. It's, it's fifth. Oh no, you're gonna uh, hate this, Dylan. You're gonna I'm really hate this. Fucking done. I quit the pod. This is dumb. It, it bumps out. Bada bing, bada bang from the okay, top five. No, okay, we're done. We need to purge this episode. We got to do this one again. And we it have drops to do this down one again. first contact. Oh God, we, guys! Do, what did we do? Should we look? Re- we let's look at these scores again. <laughs> I I was no, trying we to chill y'all time out. You guys re-evaluate. were juicing these scores. <laughs> this might have to be a next season. We reevaluate. <laughs> Put an asterisk on this one. Put an asterisk next to this one. Oh man! Uh. We literally said it was a snooze. We said it was a snooze. Well, right so we've beginning. gone away. We've gone away from this in the past, but. Would you recommend this holodeck episode? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still would, though. It's still pretty... <laughs> it's interesting. I guess. Right. Yeah, probably. Oh, man. Where did we go wrong? 
You I'm, guys were uh, throwing out five, fours and fives like it was nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, if you do look at my overall score, it's a 4.17. That's very high. I don't know what I was on. But it's, uh, I, I tried yeah, to be fair, can... and you got to give it credit for its suspense. It does. And the suspense. You know, yeah. what, you, know, you know where it partially went wrong? Is we gave extra points in dialogue. Because of the random fucking thing of it being in our intro. Who fucking cares about that? The dialogue really wasn't that great. Like, okay, let's adjust the dialogue right now. No, we can still do that. We can do that. We can do it. We can all adjust the dialogue. It is done. It is done just like Delete. We this episode up. is kind of done. <laughs> it's over. Damn. Oh, well, what are we doing next week? We need a refresh. We need a palate cleanser. We, we we bounced around the idea of doing like a separate podcast, but we're not going to do that. Of of we're just gonna like we're gonna take a trip back to the original series because there's these episodes in the original series that feel like they should have been in the holodeck, uh huh. But they just didn't have the budget to do the holodeck back then, right? So or they like kind of just yeah, or like the visual effects or or whatever reason they didn't do it, so they just did it. We're like. I'm on an alien planet and the alien planet kind of looks like Alice in Wonderland or something like that. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. So we're not going to count it and rate it as a holodeck episode, but we're going to say it falls under the purview of the holodeck podcast. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, and I love going, having an excuse to watch those guaranteed five campy episodes of the original series era. So Ooh. how about we watch um, Shore Leave from season one, episode 15? Because you mentioned the Alice in Wonderland thing, and I think that's the yeah. one where the bunny is like jumping around. So Hell let's yeah. do that. All right. Yeah, so we'll we'll get some OG series going on. OG series. Thanks for listening to Trek to the Holodeck. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, I think, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Like, we we're most Stitcher. likely there. You can uh, subscribe to, to us um, and it'll just pop into your phone or wherever you listen to your podcast. I can't believe this got a 4.06. Which uh, just is ridiculous. Uh, we're also on Discord. I think we mentioned that earlier. The computer voice was by Verona Blue. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the we music. have an Instagram. We also have an Instagram. I know we've plugged it a bunch already, but at Trek to the Holodeck is our Instagram. On there, you can find a link to all the other things we've been talking about. Like Discord and stuff like that. Yeah, our uh, station has a Discord. Indiesaurus Discord. That's fun. Go check that out. Can't believe it. Uh, the intro music was provided by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. I feel just so much shame. You right. should. You yeah. should. Uh, you know whose fault shame. that was, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whose fault? It's PP's fault. Paramount PP's Plus. Fault. Paramount Plus. Fucking PP. Viacom CBS. Their fault for making Freaking this episode. Freaking PP. But we're not affiliated with them at all. This is a fan, no, podcast. fan podcast. Not even close. Fan podcast. A fan, fan. podcast who fan aren't podcast. fans of this episode. <laughs> Guys, we really <laughs> fucked up. We this was we I We're sorry. We would like mirror. to apologize I gotta look in the mirror. <laughs> we so what we should do now is go on the Reddit and say, All right, jumping into the number four spot, projections. <laughs> and people will be like what? Are you sick? <laughs> People, Are like you okay? <laughs> People like this episode. People like this episode a lot. Okay. Good. Yeah. So maybe the Drasks isn't terrible? Yeah, maybe. Every once in a while, you know, there are a lot of these that are for us. Mm-hmm. This one, this one's not for us. We just we messed up. We should all have our own personal rankings also. 
Just don't. You keep saying that, Dylan, just because you don't like okay, the way I, things this go. This is a brand new idea that I just had. This is not like no, a... No, it's not. You've had it multiple times computer, in the past. Computer and program. Please. <laughs> spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer. Execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 